But that, that, that's the thing. Like, you know, they leave the ending, the, the very ending ambiguous because he got the daughter looking up at the sky. But we all know he's not a superhero and he jumped out the freaking window. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Michael Keaton. Stop bumming us out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, it's a Michael Keaton renaissance. So we'll see. They, they keep, he's he getting, I say, I always, absolutely. Like, I, say, I haven't seen a movie yet where I, I didn't like him as a character in it to see him like, come back after a while like i remember seeing him in, in the other guys i was just thinking and that movie he was great in that movie absolutely like just just play it as straight as possible and you know it's like are you do you know you're now you know spitting tlc lyrics like come on it's like what are you talking about i don't know what you're talking about guys and then even going back to 1989 batman that the improv scene where he's uh he's bruce wayne in vicky Vale's apartment and he goes like from like so you would get nuts let's get nuts like that that line is completely improvised that is absolutely michael keaton all the way and then you know what's his name shoots him yeah absolutely just going going ham on that role just chewing scenery it's like yeah let's do this he was the weirdest choice for batman looking back he was so short and so not imposing that's absolutely but at the same time, like, it makes sense in Tim Burton's universe. Like, if you were to, like, crawl in his head. Even his choice of uh, Nicolas Cage as Superman. So weird. That's a, man- that's a manly version of Tim Burton. That's what, that's what happened there. But I also think that in a strange way, it is the perfect uh, Superman. Nick-, because, Nick Cage? Yeah. Be- not, not Nick Cage himself, but that type of person. Um because Superman doesn't necessarily have to be muscular. He could just be, you know, a guy. He, was, he grew up on a farm, sure. And you can get the whole, um, he's, a, he's a farmhand, so he should be muscular. But there are farmhands who are not, you know. Mm-hmm. There are guys who go out there every day and, and do that farm work, and they ju- they're just guys, you know, mm-hmm. skinny guys. He could be that. He it, it does his strength doesn't come from his muscles it comes from the sun and it comes from his physiology, so he could be this skinny, you know, unassuming guy and still lift a building. Mm-hmm. But what we we picture Superman is you know, this heavenly uh, pinnacle of non man. So. Henry Cavill, like that's that's the person you want to see. Then you have the guy that's um on the Supergirl show. Like he, I think he's like five nine, five like it's like five nine. He like is he's barely su- he's barely cresting over Supergirl. Barely. Yes, and they have him in heels. They have him in lifts. For, <laughs> for, it's like it's like yeah, it's like Robert Downey Jr. He's like he's like you, you look at him, he's not imposing, but like when you think Superman, like the the Superman that you just described to me is him. But it all comes down to like how he holds himself, like outside of uh, outside of the Clark Kent persona. Like who? It's like who did the best? Like Frank Whiteley, when he did the Superman All Star um, series, one of my favorite Superman stories ever told. And when Frank Whiteley drew Superman, was completely different from when he drew Clark Kent. You know, it's like Superman was this big, barrel-chested, chest out, standing up tall the entire time. And as soon as he switched personas, Frank Whiteley like made sure to have him hunch over a little bit, have his gut kind of ponch out a little bit, and, like, had that demeanor. Like, the demeanor changed, mm-hmm. you know, from, from character to character. And, like, that's that's what is, you know, it, it made total sense. 
you know, you know, if you want like to be that super, super, du- you know, that super duper nerd and like, how do people not know Superman? Is he's just wearing glasses? Like, oh, well, Clark can't, you know, he just did a really good job of changing personas to have people not think twice. You know, like just changing your stature and how, like, how people view you in general, like physically view you, can can say a lot as to, you know, figure out who you are. It it lends yeah, a lot he, of credence to um, what's his name. Um, Quentin Tarantino's whole spiel about Superman in um, what was that movie? Kill Bill, the third one, the second one. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, Superman puts on the glasses and acts like this nebbish weirdo because that's how he views humans, mm-hmm. and it works the other way around. So view, humans will view Superman to like, oh, he's this godlike character, and when he puts on the glasses, like, well, that guy is just you know a regular dude. So they can't, mm-hmm. they can't, uh, they can't attach superpowers to a human they're just like well that guy's from another planet yeah that's why they they they, it's almost like they refuse to believe that clark is superman because they think he's a human because he acts like a yeah some bumbling idiot yeah that's like absolutely it's like i mean that's that's where it's Hello, my friends, this is your friendly neighborhood, Super Black, and I would just like to take this opportunity to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. How can you support the podcast more? I'm glad you asked. Head on over to iTunes and rate us five stars. Leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. If you have anything you would like us to talk about, a character you'd like covered, a movie you'd like dissected, a video game you'd like reviewed, head on over to Twitter, at Super Black Says. Leave us a message. Hashtag super black. We'll get right back to you. It's that easy. Support is great. Participation is better. We'd love to hear from all of you. So thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Black Lightning was created by writer and artist Tony Isabella. Thank God for that, because had Tony not pitched Black Lightning, we would have been treated to a gem of a character by the name The Black Bomber. Now, all successful superheroes need a hook. Something to captivate the audience, you know? Now, what was Black Bomber's hook, you ask? Well, he was a racist white man who would transform into a black metahuman whenever he got all stressed out and flustered, perhaps at the thought of his daughters dating, quote, unquote, one of those guys. These are jokes. The Black Bomber, however, was not a joke and was on track to become DC's first headlining black superhero, which is not good for anybody. Luckily for everyone in the human race, that weird bullet was dodged once Tony, maybe try a different direction, Isabella walked in the door slammed a drawing of black lightning on the metaphorical table and shouted, this is your guy. And thankfully, everybody agreed. Now, black lightning never really took off as a main player in the DC super people verse. Playing bit parts here and there in the Justice League, he was a member of Batman's Outsiders group, 
and in the new 52 comics reboot he teamed with the giant blue devil aptly named blue devil the original incarnation of black lightning aka mr jefferson pierce was an average joe with an everyday belt a belt that just so happened to allow jeff to project force fields and fire electrical bolts later on in the dc timeline during the year one reboot he was revealed to have the metagene, allowing him to generate bioelectrical fields from within sans pants accessories. Now, on a more personal note, Jefferson has a wonderful failed marriage and two superpowered daughters, Anissa and Jennifer, Thunder and Lightning, respectively. Everybody also seems to think that he's Static Shock's father because he's black and shoots lightning. He's not. Let it go. Now, you have some context on Mr. B. Lightning Esquire. Sit back and enjoy as Daniel and I concept the worst idea, or the best idea, for the new Black Lightning TV show, coming to CW sooner than anyone actually wanted. If they make something interesting, I'd, I'd be impressed, you know? Like, I, I'd love that. Like, do something yeah. with this character that's different. Yeah, maybe his lightning powers kill him, uh, kill him a little bit every time he uh, he uses them. That's yeah. free, guys. Think about that. He can't even <laughs> use his powers. He he's just like, ah, oh, I gotta use this. I gotta use it now. I'm gonna die a little bit. Ah, I can't believe it. Lightning. Um, yeah, my heart. How would you do that? I don't know. My heart. <laughs> like oh. is a is a powers attached to like a, a pacemaker that went horribly, horribly wrong. So he's totally and that's why he dies a little bit. All right, no, let's, no, all right, let's figure this out. All right. Okay, all right, cool, cool. This 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 will end off the Black Lightning conversation. Let's see if we can <laughs> fix Black Lightning to be some uh, sympathetic, uh, interesting character. We can't give him a pacemaker because Tony Stark has a pacemaker-ish. But I do like the idea of his powers killing him a little bit. Or here, here we go. We steal a little bit from Shazam. When he has to use his powers, he has to call down lightning. So it actually has to strike him so that he can use it, and that whittles away at his life a little bit every time. So, essentially, he would have to have a light, like a lightning rod grounded in him somewhere. No, man, he is the lightning rod. That's his metahuman ability. He can attract lightning. So, is he a black burn victim? Like Spawn? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we could totally do. Maybe. All right, here we go. He's a, he's a, he's a white guy that's been struck by lightning, and now he's just black. He's just burned. It's like, oh no. Let's 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 bring this back around. He's a racist that got struck by lightning one day, and he turned black. He's and he burned. turned black. Oh shit. CW. And it's like, for, no, forgetting like forget about one like forgetting about dying a little bit every time he uses his powers. He wants to kill himself because he's not a black man. Oh, and, it, man. and he has to live and he has to live with that. He has to find a way to live with that every single time. Like he saves somebody as a black man, he has to live with the fact that he's doing like he's making the race he hates look a little better every single day. Can we have a line in the show where he saves some uh, some white lady and she calls him the N word? And <laughs> just, just really dig the nail into the racist angle. Oh man! Where he's just like, like, oh, that really did hurt me. Like, 
Now you know how it feels. And, and, and there's layers. Oh, my God. This is becoming a good show. Why aren't we writing this down? That would be amazing. Like I hope we're the only ones not laughing at this right now. <laughs> Just so, so, oh, there's, okay. a, there's offended people. Someone's laughing. Yeah. If we find it funny, someone else does too. Mm. I'm dropping. Like it, would, it would have. Yes, yeah, like it's it's a great way to bring it uh, bring it back around. Like we're playing with his actual origins, like that weird origin, and actually having it make sense. It's like it has that air of. Um, not my secret identity. Uh, greatest American hero. Yes. Have that tongue and cheek type. Of, like we know, like we know what's happening. We know he's a superhero, but he's not very good at it, and he hates being it on top of that as well. I like it, man. I think that. Mm-hmm. I think that if, if all right, CW sell this idea to HBO because you can't do it. All right, you can't do this idea. Sell it to HBO. Give them six episodes. Make it super tongue in cheek. Ooh, that motorcycle was big. Make it super tongue in cheek. Uh, base it in the time. I frame. mean, it's like he he can come from down south, right, and move to the big city because he's chased out of his town from like the racist town and and move up to like you know New York City or like a big town in Atlanta or something like that, and do his superheroing there, and still be in that urban lifestyle and still be made fun of. And still encounter like everyday like everyday racism, like things we just kind of like shake our head at, and like okay, it's, it is the way it is, but him realizing it's like oh no, that's that's kind of messed up. What's happening now? You know, like walking into like a a, a bodega and being followed around the entire time because I think I'm gonna steal something. Yeah, and this yeah. would totally have to be tug and cheek because you can't turn a white person into a black person by having them struck by lightning. I just want to make that clear to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how race works, but mm-hmm. it is, it, it is a superhero story. <laughs> and it's super funny. Oh my God. Just the idea of him looking down like, what? <laughs> having his head almost explode from what's going on. Oh my God. Oh. All right, I don't think we can get any better than that. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm okay with that. Oh, man. That was amazing.